How was your week? It was pretty good. Did you get anything to fun? Get into anything fun? Get in, get to anything get to, fun? Get, go anywhere, get anywhere fun? No. That's fun. I don't want to jump into Witcher yet, but it kind of sucks Alex isn't on this one. Welcome to the 2v1 podcast. It's just me and Josh. I'm Nick. I'm Josh. But I finished Wolf Among Us. I blew through that. You did get through that pretty quick. Yeah, I, I like marathoned it. But I'm sure your playtime says like, what, 30 hours? Yeah. Yeah, because I left my Xbox on for like two days straight. <laughs> how? 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 What happened? So there's a good explanation for that. Okay, let's hear it. Because my Xbox is up in my attic, you know, mm-hmm. it's hot as fuck up there. Oh, I can't wait. In the summer. Yeah, you're going to die. <laughs> so so because this is this is one of the best features of the Xbox streaming to PC thing, I could stream to my PC, which is downstairs, which is a much cooler room, etc. So I turned my Xbox on and never went back upstairs and never thought to turn it off so you can turn it off from your. i can you just forgot i can but i kept i kept it on because i was like oh i gotta get through that before blood and wine comes out and like i was like oh i'll play it later and then i forgot that i had it on and whatever so it's it's just an xbox yeah i think you could probably keep it on forever just like you leave computers on i don't think it would be a problem it wouldn't the solder wouldn't melt from the board and no i don't i don't think that's a pro i don't think that's a problem anymore luckily so what else but anyway what else you been doing i've had a bit of a boring week i guess you don't want to talk about wolf among us oh i I thought i liked it yeah we went off i guess kind of went off course for a second i liked it there isn't much to say it's old now is this this is your third telltale game oh wait you played walking fourth i played only the first season. Third. It is only the third one I've ever played. This border... No, fourth. fourth. Yeah, because no, Borderlands... Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. So really the only one you haven't touched yet is second season of Walking Dead. Yeah, and I'll never play that because I don't care. <laughs> you didn't like it at all? Enough? No, I, I truly don't give a shit. I, th- I think I've said on here that I think that game's overrated. I thought it was good, but of of now the four Telltale games that I've played... Absolutely my least favorite. Does it does Wolf Among Us place above Borderlands? I don't know, because I thought I thought Wolf Among Us had a really interesting setting, and I briefly considered looking into the comic. Fables. Um just yeah, just because I I liked that mature setting more than I thought I would for like silly children's stories. Yeah. For the most part. Because when you look when you think about those fables, they are really gruesome and weird sometimes. And it totally made sense that if for whatever reason they were in the real world, they would actually be like monsters that were dangerous. And I don't know. I I just yeah, it, it, it surprised cool. me. It's a it's a cool idea. I wish and I hope maybe in season two they kind of add more of real life to it, like what they call um the humans in the, in the game. Mondays. Mondays. Are they going to do a season two? Supposedly. I want nothing to do with people, See, though. I think that would like, be why? cool is mixing Mondays into the mix. And then maybe nah. maybe potentially not knowing nah. if someone is a fable or a Mundy. I don't know. 
But like they're living. In... No, they all know. E- they all know each other. And I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's ones that come from the farm that they don't know about. I, I just think there's more they could do, and maybe the maybe the comics do that, where they mm. mix in the Monday world. I mean, they're in the middle of New York City. I'm sure there's tons yeah. they could do with that. I guess so. It's just not something I considered. Now, my question to you: Did you send Toad to the farm? Yes. You're an, you're an asshole. He was an asshole. But he had a child. I don't care. And also, and also, you know what? They make they make that sound like it's a a terrible place and not a terrible place. And I don't think it's a terrible place. It's just like you don't follow the rules, get the fuck out. So Which is kinda like any civilization in general. Yeah, I mean there has to be rules. There's rules for a reason. It's so they don't get caught by regular people. I did think that through a couple times how the farm didn't sound that bad. No, no, it it didn't. And he was an asshole. He was uncooperative. I just, I just felt so bad I couldn't do it. I think I accidentally did it. I end. thought everybody was an asshole. Uh, I liked Big B a lot, even though he was kind of an asshole. Yeah. I don't know. I was indifferent the, about the entire game. I mean, I thought it was good. My I favorite. I bored a couple. Like, episode three and four, I think, were a little slow for me, to me. But Yeah, I don't remember. It's because I played through it so fast, I don't remember specific sections being boring. Yeah. But um, my favorite thing that I did, and and I almost never choose the option to not talk. I did all the time in this one. <laughs> so, so I did in Wolf Among Us because Bigby always looks so threatening. Yeah. Just, just, just standing there, like his face. He just looked threatening. And the one part where, I guess maybe you might not have done this, but I went to the butcher's place. Yeah, I went there. And you find that, you find that hidden room in the back that he didn't know about. Yep. I didn't say a word that whole time. Yeah. And it was really appropriate because that character, that butcher, was super skittish and would just start talking. And I thought that was, like, hilarious because he he would just stare him down. He'd be like, what are you doing here? And, and Bigby would just stare at him and not say anything. And and then he, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it just worked really no, well. It's, I it's funny it. you bring that up because I'm pretty sure I did the same thing, because all you did in that room was walk Didn't around. Didn't it feel appropriate? It felt super yeah. appropriate, because you just walked around and looked at things while that guy just continued to ramble on. Yeah, and then um, when you're going through the meat locker and you hear him in the distance, the meat locker. you don't want to let him know where you are. Like, you want to be quiet. Yeah. And so I thought that was really, like, imagine being the butcher where you know he's somewhere and he's maybe coming for you and it's super quiet and you're just talking to yourself. Because you're real nervous, and then he just shows up behind you without saying, "Oh, it'd be making horrifying. a peep. I uh, yeah. Wait, wait, oh wait, the butcher was a fable. I forgot the butcher, the baker, whatever. Anyways, I I yeah. kind of felt bad for that couple at the end, and I'm sure we're talking about spoilers. So, spoiler alert, just in case, if you ever yeah, plan I mean, I to play, you spoiled the toad thing a while. Oh, I mean, that wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> But no, I guess not. But um, the couple that die at the end, I kind of felt really bad for them. The one where she uh, undoes her boat, her necktie. Oh, I didn't feel bad for them. I thought that was super fucked. Like it, just nah. undoing her her that tie around the bow around her neck held her yeah. head on, and she just, just yeah casually I thought undid that was, it. I thought that was really cool, and also she deserved it, and so did so <laughs> did the other guy. The other guy deserved to die. I you're, let him die horribly. You're a no second chance kind of person. Dude, that whole <laughs> that whole story was so messed up. It was. No, I agree. Yeah, like just 
the Little Mermaid was a <laughs> I hooker. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that comic is. I'm sure it's interesting. That it just seemed like that while I was playing it, I was like, maybe I should look into this because it does sound. It's it's like way more cooler than I thought. I thought it was gonna be cheesy and kind of lame, but it it just totally surprised me by how like dark and moody it was. It makes me wonder how their Minecraft game is, because I have I didn't I didn't have any interest in Wolf Among Us before yeah. playing it, and then you know I enjoyed no, it enough but... where I would play a second season. But it also has a better foundation to build upon that Minecraft kind of doesn't have. But at the same time, you can make anything yeah. out of Minecraft, even the, even a story, basically. I guess I mean more in regards to it. It's it's based around more of a child's atmosphere and a child's environment, which isn't saying yeah. anything necessarily. I mean, it still could be a great. Not game. Ne- I mean, yeah. I mean, Minecraft isn't all like flowers and rainbows. There's zombies and like skeletons and crazy like people from another dimension <laughs> the endermen you know what i'm trying to say though i kind of don't but i don't okay fine i'm not going to try to explain yeah i i don't i don't think the, you need to think too much about how they could craft a story out of that game. no i'm sure they could craft a story but i don't think i don't know if i would find it interesting i don't think i would either i'm not disagreeing you with you there i i wouldn't either i have no interest because in I, that like i said all. i had no interest in wolf among us until it came for free on Games with Gold, and I ended up really enjoying it. I I had heard such mixed things, which is weird. Like the only it wasn't bad at all. Like it... I don't know why. I don't know why I am remembering that. I I just remember hearing that that like it slid probably through the episodes that you sort of lost interest mm-hmm. in, and whenever those were coming out and people were talking about them, there was time in between every episode. So and uh, I don't know. Oh, what was her name? I thought she was such a cool character, and the fight at the end was kind of crazy the uh the glass lady who was that oh bloody mary Bloody mary i thought that was cool how they so, portrayed her i thought she was a cool character i hated that fight i, I thought it went on too long and it was kind of dumb in the one but, in the boiler room right yeah yeah see i kind of i kind of liked it i thought it was just it was over the top to the point that it was still kind of explainable in that sort of instance and atmosphere oh yeah no, i'm yeah i mean it worked it's just it went on a long time i thought i, I don't i don't remember enough how long it actually the took. uh the the one thing i kept trying to rationalize with that whole universe mm-hmm. which i shouldn't have been trying to do but it just would was bothering me where they mention a couple times where they're like, oh, life used to be so simple, we had a beginning and an end, and mm-hmm. that was it. What does that mean? So, like, I think were they constantly just replaying the, f- acting out the fable? Like, or, like, how did they turn into having a life where they, their past things were forgiven? And now they are autonomous and can talk and build relationships and all this stuff. But then previously they talked about we had a beginning and an end. We had just what we had in the fable. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Or is this I, really confusing? <laughs> I, I kind of get where you're like, coming from and what you're trying to say. How did, but I think how you're did thinking they exist? way too much into it. 
I am, but but it's because they went. It's because they specifically said that how many times throughout the game. Did you read all the supplementary information? Yeah, I think there was yeah. one that explained what happened. Like there was a big like, falling out or something. The only thing I remember reading was that, oh, for whatever reason, we had to leave the homeland mm-hmm. or whatever they called it, and and that was it. That that's all I remember reading, I and I read everything. There was more, but I I could be wrong. I might not have found all of them too because it didn't. Oh, it like right. would populate those only after certain conversations. So, but I know it's stupid, but it was just funny to think about. Like all of a sudden, it's like they're caught in this perpetual story where it's told and then it's over and then it's told again and it's over and they do the same thing forever and then all of a sudden, wait, we're awake and we have feelings and rela- we can build relationships with each other and kill each other and. Now we're living in New York or something. Like, it was just I, I, really I, weird. Yeah, I, I don't know what more to say about that. I think you're just thinking too much into it, but I, I do get what you're trying to say. It's not It's not even a problem. No. I'm not saying it's a problem. It's just funny to think about. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe the comics explain it more, but I think I think there's a lot of them, so it would be quite nice. Oh, uh, really? Could be wrong, but I know it's been around for a couple years, and it may still mm, be going. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's something in the back of my mind. Like maybe I'll seek it out someday. Probably not, but just accept it was it, it was interesting going to. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to stick with comics. I gave up on reading the, the, Berserk. I need to go back to it though. Only one that I have and still am is the Walking Dead series. Because that is yeah, that is which, a decent I do enjoy that that comic line. And it'll be going for forever. Yeah, I think I think Kirkman said he has he can just take it on indefinitely which is insane I mean it is but it isn't I mean whenever you set in a way the setting of just an open world zombie environment you can kind of just make stories up as you go with new characters that come and go so yeah we have we have different thoughts on that in the first place yeah you're not a big fan of the whole zombie thing I'm not a fan I'm not a fan of it in general but I don't want a story to go on in perpetuity either the the thing like, I like never I would never want anything to be that way. The thing I like about Walking Dead though is that I I'm not saying for the show, but at least for the comics, it's not about zombies at all. It not even what I'm talking about. It's oh no no I know I'm just about. saying in general that that story is not about zombies. I get that, and I hear people say that all the time. It's about zombies still in a way. It, it still is. They're, they're supplemental. I know it's not. They're supplemental. The, the living, yeah, the living people are the Walking Dead. Whatever, I get it. But all right, it's silly. All right. Moving on. Yeah, I don't know. Tell me about being uh, the world's Pro? best Ollie Ollie player. I fucking love Ollie Ollie. I bought that on whim too. I I remember the first one coming out in being and people liking it sort people of people really liked it and that came out what 2014 was that when giant bomb talked about it two years ago that was the, the they were the only people i ever heard talking about it but yeah maybe two years ago i didn't even really understand two what it was fully like i knew it was a skateboarding I, I still don't okay it's it's a 2d skateboarding game where you go you have to start of the level and you get to the end of the level that's all there is but you have to do it without crashing and right all it is is how many points you can get from start to end. So you do tricks. You do tricks, you grind, you do manuals. It's got everything, pretty much everything a normal skateboarding game has. But 
the way I like to think of it is think Skate mixed with Super Meat Boy mixed with Hotline Miami soundtrack. <laughs> like it's super tight controls. Every everything yeah. has to be precise. Like whenever you land a grind or a manual or anything, if you don't do it soon enough, you crash. If you do it too late, you crash. You can get perfect mm. landings. You can get average landings. Um, so it, it's super precise, and it's super fast, and it's got that twitchiness that I love, and it's got the one button immediately restart a level thing that yeah. I love, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, I just finished. It, it has its story mode or whatever you want to call it, the campaign mode, where you just go through every level. Every level has like mm-hmm. six challenges. Just, you know, that, that typical sort of setup. And then it has something called spots, where every level has just, like, a single line. Like, for those familiar with skateboarding terms, a, terms, a line is kind of just, like, something you can continuously run without landing, essentially. So sure. grinds to manuals to reverts, whatever. So you just do a, a one portion of that level, which is the spot. Okay. And that's what your score based on for leaderboards. It's the highest score you can get for that spot. Mm. And... All 50 levels have a spot. And for the past 10 hours, I have been trying to perfect every single one of those spots. And I finally did it. And right now I'm number one on the spots leaderboard. And I'm sure that won't last. <laughs> and it makes me super anxious. Yeah. It's a fun feeling, though. It is. It's, I think it's, it was more fun getting to that point. Because I remember being like five right. or six and being like, okay, I think this is the best I can do. I'm not trying anymore. And then all of a sudden, I get a better score on one of the spots, and I keep thinking, maybe I can. So from that point forward, it was just replaying everything until I perfected it. Just kind of like right. kind of like the Guitar Hero thing I was in. Like, just redoing mm. every single little spot and little area until you perfect it. The problem with Guitar Hero was there was an ultimate high score you could reach True. for, like, every song. Yeah, perfect combos. And so, so in, that's where I was going to lead into for ollie ollie can you like is there the right way to do those spots no. to get the best score you can you can switch it up i mean and do them differently an, i guess there's like a backbone to doing all those where you you want to do everything perfectly you want to grind and you want it to be in all one perfect flow but other well yeah yeah other than that i mean you can, i'm saying like this trick stuff like do you need to do is one trick better than another or 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 something like that, you know, or is a certain type of grind better or the, all you, it does it go that deep. All you want to do is vary as much as you can. So you don't want to keep running the same thing. Right. So like in Tony Hawk. Pretty much. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And I recently figured out too that I've been rotating, like spinning on one direction. But if I started spinning in other directions, it would vary it and give me more points. So now I've oh. been going back and trying to do that, but it's like to to spin is oh. left bumper and right bumper, like for each direction. And I always do right bumper because you land and you actually like jump with your left stick. So I find it difficult to spin with mm. left bumper while using left stick. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to go back and fix some of the scores on some of the spots. Yeah, I mean, that was what I love about so much with Super Meat Boy was I perfecting think you'd like everything, every level. I probably would. I don't know that I'll ever check it out. It definitely doesn't um, have the longevity of Meat Boy. I don't think... I also don't like the look of it, from what I saw. I mean, yeah, it's just... It looks hand-drawn, pretty much. 
Yeah, I don't know. It just like something. I only looked at a couple screens, so I didn't give it like a great fair shake. <laughs> but you, you know, as I've said, a lot of my enjoyment of a game is how it looks, and Super Meat Boy had amazing art on top of the music, on top of the gameplay. So, like, the one thing I immediately don't like about Ollie Ollie is how it looks. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out someday, but... I'm sure the first one's even cheap. Check out the first one first. Yeah, it's just... I, I don't know. No inherent interest. No, I, I just don't have any interest, even though, like... It has the daily stuff, too, that like Splunky has. Mm. Uh, like, so does it change a level? Or is it just a specific... Like, what does it change to make it a daily thing? Um... Just I a different I, leaderboard every yeah, day? Yeah, different, different leaderboard in a different spot. It, it's mm. They're called daily grinds, so they're essentially just one spot, which is pretty much all different grinds you can do. The uh, the really lucky thing is that th- this did just come to Xbox, right? Tuesday. This game was not Tuesday. previously on Xbox, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're in this perfect period where it's a lot of new people playing it, and people haven't figured out how to cheat. Uh, We'll see on Xbox, though. I don't know if that'll be such as much of an issue, would it? I'm sure it will be an issue. I'm sure people will figure it out, because that was the worst part about Super Meat Boy, was those leaderboards were always getting fucked up by people figuring out ways to cheat. And this this one probably isn't happening, if you haven't noticed it in Ollie Ollie, but occasionally in Meat Boy, the timer wouldn't start on levels. So you could get, no timers. You could get zero. No timers in Ollie Ollie. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, like, maybe something would happen with the score or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, not the timer. It might not happen at all. But I'm sure people will figure out how to cheese it somehow. And that was the worst thing with Super Meat Boy was I legitimately played that game, beat the shit out of it as best as I could, figured out the fastest way to beat levels, especially with certain characters. Because some characters were better than others to get the fastest time. Yeah, I forgot about having to do that. And, um, yeah. Oh, it made a huge difference. Like, uh, the kid from I Want to Be the, the Guy, the, the one that did the double jump. Double jump, yep, okay. Yeah, you could bypass, like, whole levels with him mm-hmm. sometimes and beat them in within, like, two seconds. It, it, figuring that stuff out was really fun. But my score was always suspect because there, I was, there were people that were way ahead of me that had like zero times and like unbelievable times that were impossible to get. So ultimately what I'm trying to say is I was the best player ever of Super Meat Boy on 360 and I could never I could never show it on the I'm, leaderboard. I'm fairly certain I had a couple faster times than you. You never had a faster I, time than me. I know as a fact there were times I, I know had. for a fact you didn't. No, you I know for no, a fact you didn't because arguments. I beat all of them. We had these arguments at state college where I, I would always beat them and you gave up. Yes, that's what I was getting to. Is at one point I would have faster times than you, but then you would yeah, go but back I beat, and beat them. them. So it didn't. So it doesn't you know matter because I always. Beat I'm them. going to go re-download it because it's backwards compatible, and also it is free right now on Xbox Live Games with Gold. So go yeah, download it. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go download it and check all those scores. And oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure either they probably got reset because they reset them a bunch of times because people were cheating them, cheating. So I I probably don't even have times anymore. <laughs> On any of them, I'm gonna look. I'm interested because if if those I haven't times... played, I haven't played the Xbox 360 version in like four years. I'm going to find one level that I still have a faster time than you. I don't think you're going to have time. I don't think any of the times are going to be there. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, if they are though, so I'm fingers crossed okay. they are. All right, well I'll beat it if so. Will, will you go? Will you go back and beat it if if there is one? 
probably because yes, I have to prove my, I'm better than you at that game. I always was. Okay. So like the one time my, my, my best claim to fame for that game was when they did reset the leaderboards one time, right after the reset, I had all the best times I could get in all the levels and I was nine overall in the game. I remember that. You're, you're so, pretty high up there. Yeah, like, I beat the shit out of that game. <laughs> I had... As much as I could. I had a great time the other day. I was... It was when I was in number two, and I was within, like, 20,000 points of the guy above me, and 20,000 points is not a lot in, in the spot no. run. So, you know, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna get this done today. And then I would play... I played a couple, and then I went back and looked at the, the Global League Awards, and all of a sudden, he's, like, eight grand higher. And I knew he was there... Because I uh, was playing, and he knew I that's was going. Fun. Yep, and just just that alone was a lot of fun. Just knowing he you was on the other sent end. Him a message. I should have sent him a message, and I didn't. But that's that's really funny. It's it's fun you brought up Meat Boy because I was thinking about this while playing. Back when Meat Boy released, that game sold phenomenally for an arcade game. Like that was millions. still the early days of downloadable games. Yes, sort of. And, you know, throughout the 360's lifespan, there were a handful of games that sold like that. State of Decay was one of them, which I loved on Xbox One as well. Do those type of games never knew that. still exist for Xbox One? Like these arcade games? I don't ever hear about these crazy downloadable they games never, anymore. They almost never come on Xbox first. That's not a they're thing. Either on, they're either on PC immediately or Sony has, was always really good about having deals. That's That was one of the things with PS4 but this I, generation. I just feel like that 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 kind of died with this generation. Like there were numerous well, other indie arcade games on Xbox 360 that sold millions, that sold a lot of copies. That again, that was at the that was at a specific time period mm-hmm. before the indie thing really took off. Like that was when it was taking off. Yeah. That that was part of that wave. So wouldn't you then think that these these games coming out will would continue to sell those numbers because looking at a game like no because there's so many yeah i guess there's there's so many now but like looking at a game like ollie ollie 2 like if if this would have came out back on the 360 it may have sold uh exponentially i actually think and you you know what's really annoying i think that game was stuck on vita i think the first ollie ollie was Uh, a vita exclusive it, for a it, while. It feels like it would be a Vita game, so that would make sense. I think it was. I, I'm pretty sure it was, because I remember, I remember it being somewhere I couldn't play it when it first came out. Yeah, that would make sense. And that would have been the only thing, that would have been the only thing I didn't have. But you just, I just feel like you don't hear much anymore. Like, obviously the indie community is, is huge, and there's tons of great games coming out. It doesn't happen on consoles, really, anymore. PC, s- certain games will still take off like crazy. You know, and you may or may not hear about it. What I feel like replaced it was all the free-to-play games now. Free-to-play, huge thing. Yeah, that didn't exist when Super Meat Boy and stuff like that came out. Um, because this was not long ago. This was, six, what, six years ago, if that? Five, six years ago? When, were, when did Meat Boy come out? Meat Boy came out, I think, four years ago. Okay, so even less. Or, or five. It might have been five, actually. So within four or five years... Like the the marketplace just yeah it changed changed, dramatically. changed drastically the 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 indie game thing changed drastically in that very short period of time yeah because everybody can make games now like the you everybody can make games now and everybody can publish them on every platform basically 
where back then it was like much more difficult to get that process going, which you can see, which is worth watching in indie game, the movie, like you can see how super meat boy was like a problem on Xbox arcade initially. Um, it was a rocky start sort of, but it still ended up doing well. And then I, I recently read that book about Spelunky by the creator of the game. He wrote, he wrote a book detailing the development of that game. And, and can you please tell us what the cover of that book is? The eggplant. Just, just an eggplant. Yeah, which is, uh, it's in the game. I don't know if, you know about that? I don't, which is why I'm confused about it. Yeah, the eggplant was a secret item that there's a super small chance of it appearing out of a specific mystery box item. And then um, the biggest news story around that eggplant was that a, a speedrunner figured out how to carry it throughout the, through the whole game. And his name is Bananasaurus Rex, I think is his like screen name. It's a good name. Streaming name. Yeah. Worth reading into, because I don't want to explain the whole thing here. The, just the eggplant, very easy to lose, very easy to break. Well, what's the point? You can of only it? carry one thing. Nothing. It was, it was a super, super secret thing that was a joke. And after reading the book, it had a very specific purpose that was just, it was an Easter egg. It was an Easter egg that unlocked an Easter egg that meant basically nothing to anybody that they just wanted to put in the game. That's fun. And then it turned into this, it turned into a thing when that player carried it through the entire game because that is insane. There, He got it through a portion of the game where you are technically not able to carry items through it. <laughs> he figured out a way to do it. There's a... It's insane. Okay, we're we're in it. So, Spelunky. I, I was not playing Spelunky when we started the podcast, so, like, my time had gone. In, but it's one of my favorite games of all time. Still worth checking out if you haven't what played it. What got you but, to playing it? Which is on a whim? It just... Uh, Giant Bomb. Okay. I mean, Giant Bomb talked about it. Like, when it first came out, I had no interest, and it came out on Xbox 360. It did not sell crazily on 360. It was successful, but it wasn't anything like Braid or Meat Boy or anything. It did not hit that level of success until they put it on PC. And then it was available to more people, and then people started talking about it. And now, after the fact, that game is incredibly successful. I believe it's backwards compatible, too, for the Xbox One. I would hope so. I believe it but, is. But anyway, in this speed run, there's a point in that game, there's a secret, there's a path through the game, and then there's a secret path through the game. There's one boss that ends the game, and there's a secret boss that ends the game. I was trying, I never beat that secret boss. I have a bunch of videos on YouTube where I was chronic, chronic, chronicling that process, but I never finished it, and I'll get back to is it this, someday, maybe. Is this, was it Yuma? Yama. Yama. Okay. Anyway, to get to Yama, you have to do a very specific set of steps throughout the play, playing the game with specific items, and you hit this point where you have to die. You have to kill yourself to unlock a secret door to continue on the way to Yama. Because you have to kill yourself, you drop any item you had. You know, you lose it mm -hmm. unless you set it down and can pick it up. But at this point, when you die, it puts you in this tight, narrow space where you can't leave. You have to just exit the level. So if you drop your eggplant somewhere to pick it up again, it doesn't matter. You you died. You spawned in this one specific point. You can only leave the level 
that's it. And this dude figured out a, a bug that let him bring items through this barrier. And he can, he's got through the whole game with the eggplant. It's hilarious. <laughs> just I, to do I, it. I, okay. There was n- just to do it. It was just a thing to do. And see, I respect people that do that kind of thing, but I could never do something like that. Like no, devote time. No. Like, no. Like there's this guy right now that speed running in general is insane. I don't know how people do that. Speed, but speed running, they do. I, I understand a little bit more. But there, I, there's this guy right that's now. That's what he was doing, though. That's basically that's the, ba- he was a speed runner, and then was like, "Oh, I'm going to do this." But no. with the eggplant, like, wouldn't that make it way more difficult, or no? no? Well, yes. I'm saying like he was already one of those people that knew the game yeah. in and out, and was crazy about it, and was doing just that thing, and then that became a new thing to try and do. You know? Yeah. It was just another goal. Like there's uh, be and that spurned on by the community because he he i think he's a professional streamer now like he was able to turn it into a job so because there, there's this so that would that would keep people going too you know like uh, this is all i have to do like there's there's this guy out uh, just who there's this guy who's on the internet who records himself and tries to beat games using like dance pads and guitar controllers yeah yeah like he, exactly someone beat dark souls using a guitar controller like, yeah yep yeah, that's really cool. What compels people to do that? I well, don't know. Holy shit, the time that must have Very, taken and it just, yeah. the dedication. Like, it's, I couldn't imagine. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I would never do it, that. I have no interest in doing it's that. It's all for but... those couple seconds of internet frame, fame, which which they inevitably get. Like, it's their own. Yeah, but I don't know if that's the only reason. Like, I, they legit, in order to get to that point where you're doing that, you legitimately just want to play that game all the time. I'm pretty sure. It's not just to be, oh, I got to be famous on the internet when you're not famous at all. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you're famous to, you're famous to a very small niche, niche community. <laughs> I mean, it, it's big. It's big in the gaming community, but yeah. Like getting, I think the same guy got to level 70 in Warcraft using a DD. DDR pad. Sure. I'm not surprised by any of that. It's just all insane to me. And it's cool. Yeah, it's crazy to me too. I would but I would never do any of it. I have no I always click on the article just to see what happened and then I'm like, all right, I forget about it. That that was cool. Mm -hmm. Good job. Congratulations. And and the reason I'm so the only reason I'm like intimately familiar with the Spelunky one is because I really like Spelunky. And just read about it. (laughs) Which that book was really interesting for anybody that likes Spelunky. Read it. By Derek Yu, the creator. In conclusion, play Ollie Ollie 2. <laughs> yeah. And get Super Meat Boy. And get Super Meat Boy. I, I, I totally forgot that was free right now. That's that's perfect timing. I have to remember. I, I genuinely want to go look at times. I'm sure you're faster than me on all of them. I just want to know now. So I'm going to go look. Again, I still don't think there's going to be any. Yeah, I always forget about that. It's, been so, it's been so long since I last played it. And I know even while I was playing it, they were resetting leaderboards. So I hate to continue talking about Meat Boy, but do you do you think you could pick it up? And it would take me a be while. Okay, at it. No, because uh, I bought it on PC a long time ago, hoping to go crazy on it and actually be on legitimate leaderboards. But the PC had the same problem where they just could not keep up with keeping them legit. <laughs> so I lost interest pretty quick in the PC version. But when I had gone back to play it again, boy, was I rusty. No, I, I get it because me and my Guitar Hero phase, I was yeah. Super it, once high you stop playing for everything, 
and I yeah. I can't I can't even play a game a, a song on hard pretty much right now. I tried not too long ago. Oh, I probably couldn't either. And, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyways, what else have we been doing this week? Do you want to talk about Witcher now? Is there anything else you want to touch on? I think that's it because that's all I've been playing. I still am playing Civ all the time. In Overwatch, but... still been playing Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think there was much to talk about with Overwatch other than it's good. I'm still playing a ton. <laughs> it it has, and I touched on this last week, but it even this week it has confirmed that I like to play games by myself. I I yeah. don't really like playing games with other people, especially with randoms. Yeah, uh, weirdly, I played Rocket League this morning by myself for a while. Yeah, and I don't I don't know I Do I don't know why, but I feel you. Like I feel the same way for the most part. Like I hardly play anything with anybody. I played Overwatch with Cody a little bit, and we'll play more because I've played games with him a lot. But like for the most part, I don't know. I lost interest. I want to rephrase it a, a bit though. Like I I like playing games with other people as long as those people just want to have fun with it. Like, oh, it's, like yeah. the, it's the super serious. Yeah, the seriousness. No, I would never. The minute I was playing with anybody in Overwatch that was taking it really serious, I'm out. Gone. No thanks. Yeah. And you know what is really great, actually? I do have something to say about Overwatch. So, I I think I said last week, I'm falling into the trap of being comfortable with only a few characters. Okay. And I don't want to do that. Like, don't. I haven't even played with some. I haven't even played with some of them still. So, the best thing about Overwatch is that people might give you shit in the chat, especially on PC, because you can sit there and type. You probably don't That's see you don't see that on, on Xbox no. or anything. Yeah. So the only way you can really see any of that on PC is in the chat, where they might say, "Hey, you suck. Uh, get good." But uh, still, I haven't even seen that much of that. So I don't feel like too pressured to be good. Like, so if I want to try a new character, I can. And I can suck ass, and it's whatever. Yeah. Like, if we lose or win, whatever. I just have this weird feeling where I'm waiting for somebody to freak out on me. So, like, I played I played a game as Roadhog. I had never played him yet. Roadhog's fun. Fun character. Horrible. I am horrible with him. I didn't do anything. And, and like, the thing that was pissing me off is that anytime I play against a Roadhog, I feel like they fuck me up. And then when I'm playing as him, I was completely ineffective. That gun, I have no idea how people get kills <laughs> with it. Because I... I would I would get people right up on me, stun them, and shoot them, and they wouldn't take that much damage. And I feel like when I get hooked, I get killed in one shot. Well, it it so, depends on the character you're and hooking. And it depends depends who you're hooking. Right. So like I would hook weaker characters. Yeah. I wouldn't go for like a Reinhardt or something. And I would still not do shit. Like I don't even know if I got a kill with him. So and there was one point where I was uh shooting Farah or mm -hmm. something. I I shot her like three times close range and she didn't die. Are you shooting and with the I, alt like, fire or the regular fire? So the regular, because the, the alt's the one that shoots. Yeah, the spread's the regular, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was using. You have to be so super I don't, close but, for that. I don't know. You have to be like in I, their but, face to use that. I I'm not like I'm just bad. I was bad with him. I'm not trying to say I wasn't. I, I did horrible. But I had this whole, I had this feeling the whole time. I was like, I shouldn't be playing this character because I'm really bad with them, and I'm waiting for people to freak out on me because they're gonna see that I'm not doing anything. 
but the best part about Overwatch is you can't really see any nope, of that. Which is fantastic. You can't you can't see stats. You can't really yell at somebody unless you're like watching them do terrible, which that game moves a little too fast. And I think we're still early enough in its life where people aren't like crazy crazy about strats yet. Well, and that the game mode but, is not the competitive game mode yet. Now, yeah, once yeah, that right. competitive one yeah. launches, I don't imagine being able to go in without knowing what you're doing and switching characters you haven't used. Then I can see those people getting upset. Well, I don't think you would. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you would do that. And if people but, get upset, still whatever. But I was waiting for people to jump down my throat, and they didn't. And that was that was really yeah. You can't cool. get good at a character unless you play as them. Exactly. Which is what I yeah exactly. Another thing I really love about Overwatch is every single one of those twenty five characters plays completely different completely yeah. different like even between the mix of the the five offensive characters each of those offensive characters you have to play differently with mm-hmm. yeah i like overwatch i do too i don't play it still a whole lot i'll only play like a game or two i'm still experimenting with different characters like i just i never used zarya or lucio and i now I still haven't played any support at oh, all they're both so much fun zarya and lucio are just fantastic they're just they're different they're just they're fun. I don't know. I I get that playing support is fun, especially I hear that all the time for this game. I don't want to. See, I was the same too, and especially for me who is I've played shooters for yeah, you years play shooters and I way I love being offensive and just worrying about killing. I have fun playing as support characters. It's it's not even that I'm worried about killing, it's that I don't want to be responsible for healing people. I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, then that, I that's guess all. I don't want to be the person that I don't want to be the person responsible for keeping people alive. I just I have no interest in doing that. I still want to try playing them. I don't want to like completely write it off, but that's why I haven't. Well, the, the done other thing I just have no interest. The other thing with the support characters though is you don't really necessarily need to focus on that. I mean, as for Mercy, yes, Mercy is the one support mm, character. I was going to say, yeah, I think you kind of do. Mercy is the one that you do need to essentially follow around individuals and either buff or heal them. But like Lucio, I get kills upon kills with him. All you need to do is stay close to everyone. Like you don't really have to think much about it. Um mm. Zenyatta. Yeah, cuz his are area. Zenyatta. All you do is debuff someone and throw orbs at them. Like you can play them all offensively to a point. Yeah, but then what if I don't remember to use the actual support stuff? That's but some of it you don't about. have to. Like Lucio, it's all you don't. Yeah, but he he it. sounds like the only one that might be that way. Uh, Symmetra, she's. I tried. I actually did try playing with her. I she, it was very horrible. Yeah, she's not even really a support character. You just give everyone a shield and that's it, and then you set up turrets. She's a builder. yeah, um, yeah. And then Zenyatta, all you do is throw an orb on someone and let them go. That orb stays on them to heal. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I probably won't play support characters. Moral of the story. Okay. <laughs> I like I. You don't need to convince me. I understand I, I, yeah. why it's fun or it's good and whatever. I just I have no interest. Basically, that's why I never pick them. Blue. Usually, other usually other people. Somebody picks a support like immediately. Anyway, Blizzard has, that, has done a. That's never been job a problem. Yeah. With Overwatch. Yeah, it's good. And it, it, it. I think I said this last week, but. Man, did Battleborn come out at a bad time? What's Battleborn? Oh man, I, I don't think it came out at a bad time. That's just not a good game. I just I didn't think that was a a, a worthwhile experience at all. I 
I think it, I think it's a healthy mix between the two. There are a lot of people who really enjoy Battleborn, and it. Who are those? I don't a know. lot of people because but you have to. Think, no one plays it on PC at least. You have to think though. Any article and anything you typically see when it comes to Battleborn or Overwatch, they're mentioning each other. Yeah, to, I know. It's just because extent. of the release. Exactly. It's just because so it of them being released bad each time. Other. I I'm saying I think Battleborn is not a great playing game on its own anyway. Like I don't think it's an interesting thing on its own anyway. Yeah, I, did, I mean, just playing the beta wasn't enough for me to really. That was one of those betas where it was like I have no interest in ever checking out this full game. <laughs> I have a feeling that if Overwatch, if it wasn't for Overwatch, I would have given Battleborn more time. And it's it's hard to yeah maybe you would have because they're they're really not that we're similar not comparing games. yeah no we're not comparing they're not yeah. similar we're not comparing no it, and yet that seems to be the thing that's happened over the past month that's all everybody talks about but at the same time I think most of the community doesn't really think they're that similar like it starts and ends with characters with abilities that's it Which and it's in first person numerous other games have yeah yeah. Witcher. So Blood and Wine finally came out, which we've been talking about for a couple weeks now. For a while. Yeah. I adore Witcher 3. <laughs> That's no surprise to anybody. And I'm so glad to be playing it again. It It's just so great. I love it. And it seems to be full of plenty of content. The map's a decent size. I'm interested in the story as well as some of the side quests that I've done. It's just, it's much more lighthearted in a way because it takes place in Toussaint, which is like Italy slash France some, or something like that. And it's just in wine country where the only thing anybody is concerned with is their wine <laughs> and their vineyards. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. Like, the, the landscape is beautiful. You're not running through ruined towns with hanging people and trees and corpses everywhere and burned buildings. Everything is, like, just gorgeous countryside with villas and grapes. <laughs> Can't wait to see some AP grapes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it really, it's, just, it's just really nice to look at. Like, the game was already nice to look at, even at the... Uh, ruination everywhere but does it still go through like the the weather effects or storm showing up or is it well okay yeah I, I just didn't know if this was just always sunny in a nice area it is in the south okay in the witcher world but i mean i think it's rain is it south of white orchard like where's it at on the map i don't know actually i haven't zoomed out of the map to look oh, okay. because i haven't left so i guess there's no i've only to. been there yeah, I've no, well, I've had no. How do you how do you to, get to it from the start of the game? Because I have not started it yet. Um, you whenever you, whenever you start up the game, it it asks you again if you want to continue in your game, start fresh from blood and wine, or um, is there a third option? Just those two. I, anyway, you just get a notice. It's like, go talk to this person. So, so it's when just you a start the game. Quest. Yeah, a, it a starts off as a quest, and then you just you just show up there. Okay. Yeah. Now, from from what I've been yeah. hearing for a while, even is yeah, this DLC could essentially be a standalone game with how much content. Dude, it that I mean, I I can't even guess at how much time I've played 
I might have played like five or six hours now. It came out Tuesday? Yeah. I've probably played more, actually, now that I think about it. But um I've only done I've I've kind of only stuck to the main quest because I wanted to do that sort of all at once so I didn't forget what was happening, which is what happened constantly in the main game for me. Um, but I've I've started now doing some of the side quests at the same time and there are a ton of those in the list Good. in the menu. So the I'm still after all that time I'm still working on the main quest and I've only done probably two or three side quests that had multiple lines and or quest parts and stuff and it's still dense. There's a million question marks on the map again. But um they actually one of the side quests I did actually did a really good job of wrapping those points of interest within a side quest story. And I don't remember that happening too much in the base game. Elaborate. I don't really get where you're going. So, in The Witcher, there's the map that you zoom out, and it's there's question marks everywhere. And those are points of interest. And th- those are like the bread and butter, just garbage, throw away, get experience, gold, item things. So there's not usually a story around them, other than maybe like some in-game text. You might find a note that says, this happened here, and that was it. But I don't remember in the main game picking up a quest, you know, where you went and met somebody and talked to them, and they told you their problem, and then you went around doing those points of interest. Like, they had their own specific story thing that took you to a place, and you did a thing there, and it was only for that quest, and it wasn't on the map otherwise. Do you know what I'm saying? Kind of. But does that basically does that make a quest a difference? Impl- because essentially in Well, no, I'm just saying but so the only reason you would ever go to those question marks in Base Witcher 3 was because you wanted to complete them. Nothing was leading you there other than it being on the map, right? Right, but but so what I'm saying is in Blood and Wine there was at least one quest I did where it was telling a story and do, there was a plot also covering some of those question marks. Like, it was leading you to those question marks. Okay, I could be way I don't remember that happening. That's all. I could be I wrong. could be thinking of this completely differently. But in those question marks, everything was a question mark until you discovered it. Right? So No, I don't think so. Well, there no. were some things that they they showed up whenever you went to the notice boards. I'm saying, okay... You go to a notice board and you get those little pieces of paper. Yes. Those were always the question marks. I'm saying this was a quest that was a big piece of paper on the notice board that had a character that you had to go talk to first, talk to another character, get all this information, and then meanwhile you're going back and forth with these characters and you're going to and from these question marks. Trust me, it's different. Somehow uh, okay. you're misunderstanding what I'm explaining. I guess I'll just have to wait to play it and we'll come back to it. That's that all day. that matters okay. is that somehow they made those question marks have story to them. Okay. Which I do not remember being in the base game. The way I'm thinking of it, though, is... That was my ultimate point. All those question marks are locations. In every single side quest, never mind. locations. J- just, just never... never. Okay. M- no. So, okay, no. So you are missing what I'm saying. Okay, so let's say you get a contract. A, a witcher contract. Witcher contract. Got you it. have to go talk to this person. Following. You have to go talk to this person. They have a problem. They need a monster killed. 
They tell you to investigate this area. Go to that point of interest. I do not, I do not remember it taking you to one of those points of interest. It would be its own thing. It would not be this piece of paper that you picked up on the noseboard that said, "Hey, there's some monsters hanging out around here. Go check it out." It was a different thing. It was a totally different thing. Before I continue this argument, I'm going to wait to play it to see what you mean. Okay. I'm not arguing. I just don't think that was the case okay. ever. Those question marks were their own thing. That's all. That that was my ultimate point. Well, the, the question marks in the base game, too, were for sets of Witcher gear, which were their own sets of quests. I mean, Witcher gear were our... Were they? Yes. Witcher gear was... Were, they still were technically a question mark on the yes. map? Yes, you had to go. Even I remember going back to Care Morehead mm. to, to do... Because to I do not remember that being the case. Because mm-hmm. I collected all the Witcher sets, too, and every single one of them, they were... I did, too. They were just... Like, the, any place that wasn't explored was a question mark. No. See, no, that is not true. That is not true. There were plenty of points on the map that were not question marked, and they were technically unexplored. So you can see buildings and stuff on the map, right? Yeah, and then... The, I can't believe we're arguing. This is the dumbest right, argument. Let, let's let's so cut this here in a, in everybody a that minutes. tuned out, everybody that tuned out, but uh, there were plenty of places on the map that would not have a question mark on them that I never went to, and the only reason I went there was because it was a building on the map. And I had collected every scrap of paper from a notice Yeah, because it shows if it's discovered, it would gray out. If it wasn't discovered, it would stay white. Right. Okay. Yes. And it would change the icon. It wouldn't stay a question no, mark. Yes, yeah. So, so there were plenty of spots on the map See, that I thought, you might never end up and did not have a I question I thought mark that was them. all because at some point of you playing, you either read something or someone said something. Because you, you, do you remember getting notifications? Like, it would say, all right, your map was updated. That, that yeah. meant that it would change from a question mark to what that area was because you either read something or you overheard someone or something happened. I'm just saying not every undiscovered location was a question mark. We've been talking about undiscovered location marks for about what? I know, this was <laughs> really <laughs> stupid and I bl- it's your fault because I'm just trying you, to it's your fault. I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> Alright, let's keep going. Keep going with Witcher. Tell me more. Blood and Wine's really good. That, that's, I can't, it's Witcher. Yeah. It's still the same game. Now, they didn't they they might have added something. I don't know what they would have added. Like, there's no new system for upgrading well, like they did with Hearts of Stone. Well, the whole UI has changed, right? No, the in- not really. The inventory it, system, they, they, the that's a patch. System. That has nothing. This is separate with Blood and Wine, which is really nice. They they made this. They came out with this new patch that made the inventory a little easier to read. That's it. That's the only thing that changed, as far as I know. The other stuff might be behind isn't, the scenes. Things. Isn't there some new sort of alchemy thing you can do too? Or, I don't think so. I think there. I'm gonna have to go read the patch notes, but I think they. What What would it be? I, I'll look while we continue to talk and see what. Yeah, because I I I haven't been told about anything new. Nothing look. The only thing the menu looks a little different. The inventory is cleaned up. That's how I would say it's just cleaned up a little bit. I don't think... I didn't notice anything else that was different. You can dye your Witcher gear that's, yeah, different that's colors fun. if you want. Which you can make those. I mean, you can make the dyes. That's a, that's an alchemy diagram. But I haven't noticed, I haven't noticed anything else being different gameplay-wise. <sighs> I still have a ton of ability points that are useless, which I hate. Yeah, that, that game has the worst up, that worst leveling up system like, I'm not big on in that. In the series, <laughs> I think. Tell me about how much you're playing Gwent now, that they updated a bit. I played one game and won. Gwent is, I think Gwent is stupid. I, I, I seriously don't, 
I, I want to give it more of a shot and I'm going to try, I'm going to do some of the other quests that I missed and play specific people and whatever, but I just don't get it. All you're doing is trying to make them use all of their cards. Argue with me about I, this. I can't because spend too I would long. Love, I would love somebody to explain to me what is interesting about Gwen. I don't get it. it, it it's, I haven't touched Witcher for a while. So I, I can't remember exactly how that would all go. You have to have the most points from your cards in a round to win. Yes. And you and you have to manage, you only have so many cards in your Correct. hand, so you have to manage all of those cards through three rounds, mm-hmm. and you have to win best of three. So you you sort of just have to guess a lot on should I use this card or should I not use this card because maybe they're going to have a card with a lot of points and I'll just waste this card. And well, isn't that how you're any just trying... card game is? Card-based game is? Like, you, you have, have to see, play the other know. player's like... hands. Like, you have to expect... I know. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying all it breaks down to is I have to either play this card or not play this card. There's not, like, a whole lot of other strategy where in something like Hearthstone or magic or pokemon or whatever like you have all these other things working together at once where gwent kind of doesn't i don't know you have to i mean sometimes it's better to pass rounds sometimes it's better that's to what i'm sa- play. yeah like that's what i'm saying and that's what i don't like about it like oh i'm just not gonna i'm gonna make this person put down a bunch of cards and think they're winning and then they're gonna waste all their cards and i win because i just didn't play anything like i don't i don't get that, that's, i, I mean, don't that's get a, it that's a strategy though I know, but I don't get what's compelling uh, about that. I, I, guess, I don't know why people like that. I, I don't know. I, I absolutely adore it. I played so much Gwent just for shits and giggles. A lot of people, most most people that play Witcher and like Witcher love that game, and I just don't get it. I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know. I, I can't say much else. You either like it or you don't. I, wish, I like it. I wish, somebody, I wish somebody could tell me what was fun about it. <laughs> Because it's completely lost on me, especially as someone who likes card games. Like, in the past, I've played a couple. I liked Hearthstone. And it, I, so, I just feel I like know. it has everything a normal card game kind of has. It doesn't. It, it has the synergies that's what between it, cards. I think that's it, what it I'm saying. The... You know what? You know what? Here is a very unfair thing. I obviously didn't have most of the cards, and I've only played with that one deck. Uh... But it still, But it still breaks down to play these cards or don't play these cards and hopefully the other player will use all of their cards and Gwent is what over. what I'd like to ask you to do though is go try to do all the difficult Gwent missions oh and see, that that oh, may change your mind I can see I can see where I would get my ass kicked because of certain cards that still doesn't change the base mechanic of Gwent where you're just managing how many cards somebody has in their hand through three rounds. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay, one of the things with card games is strategy of drawing. Yeah. That's that's often a thing. That doesn't exist in Gwent because you don't draw, really, unless you have a specific card that lets you draw an extra card or something. Which is huge. You're not, you're... Like, my Gwent decks... So that takes away a whole thing, kind of, and... My main Gwent deck during pretty much my entire run was what you were saying, though. It was trying to get... Where you want to draw as, much, draw as, as much many as possible. cards as I could possibly have. And there are cards 
out there. They're they're called spy cards. That where you place yeah, them on yeah. the other person's board, give them points, but in return you get to draw more cards. Right. I would try to hoard up on those, and there are also cards that you can draw from your discard pile. Mm-hmm. And that was my main deck is trying to have as many cards as I possibly could. Which, yes, I get. That's what you were trying to say. So that's all you were doing was having the most cards and you win because no, you have the most cards. I would cards. still lose fairly often depending on who you would play but, because you, you can't yeah. play that against a monster faction, the monster faction, because the monster factions have... You can't be a spy for no, monsters. No, you can, but the monster faction has oh. these abilities on their cards where if you play one card, it can pull every one of the, of the same card from the deck and automatically play it. So essentially, you, hmm. your one turn, you could be playing six cards if you had all those cards in your deck. So now you have all... Without them losing them in without their Without them hand. losing them in their hand, because they're drawing from their hmm. deck, not their hand. So now, you playing, some, you playing a card on their board isn't worth it, because they're just already overloaded. So now... Right, and so then you just don't play that round. N- or, too. if you know you're playing monsters, you hoard up on... Um, environment abilities, I forget which one it was. That not downpour, downpour. Yeah. So then you know that okay, I need to I need to have one of these deep freezes or whatever they're called to get rid of all of them. Yeah. There's more to Gwent. There's there Gwent eh. there's more to Gwent. Eh, I don't think there is. It still comes down to I have all these cards, you don't have all these cards. Whatever. I don't know. It just I just don't get it. Like I just don't get I, it. I, I still have all. hopes and prayers that Gwent comes to mobile at some point. You think they would have done something like you that? You think, and you think you'd think they would have made a physical version of they this did, too. They do. There's a physical version, not standalone. It came in a limited edition. That was it. Yeah, I mean, each there's four Gwent decks you can buy right now. Uh, two of them came with Hearts of Stone, and two of them came with. Are you sure yes. that you can buy these at any time from the uh, Witcher Online store? You could buy the decks. I think they're sold out right now, but you can buy the decks. Yes, they exist. Okay, I can't wait to tell that if, if Mike is listening from work. He he wanted to buy that. Yeah, you could. And he told me you no, could. No, you can buy them. I mean, you. And I, would ju- I just assumed you couldn't either because I remember him only being in the limited edition. No, or uh, you know how the, there's two DLCs, uh, Hearts of Stone and Blood Wine. Yeah. Each of those released yeah. separately that you could buy, I, I think, at GameStop or whatever. But they, they came, each really? of those came with two Gwent decks. So right now there's four Gwent decks you can get. I had no yeah. idea. I thought about doing it, but then I figured. I just assumed they didn't. I, I I figured then, I guess, with how much people say they like Gwent, that I would hear about this more, or that there would be more of a physical like game talked about. But yeah, there, there, there's, there's four full Gwent decks you can buy, and I, huh? I mean, they sold out from their website, so people are using them, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. That when I initially said that, like it seems like something to capitalize on. So I guess they already are. Yeah. I just didn't never hear about it. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, hopefully, you know, who knows what CD Projekt's going to talk about at uh, E3? I mean, obviously Cyberpunk. But other than that, you know, maybe they'll make the surprise announcement. Hey, they might not talk about Cyberpunk. If they though. don't talk about Cyberpunk, I mean, that's that's really that's all they have, right? It's not out now. till next year. Yeah, but. They're, they're going to mention It's a long way away. In one form or another. I hope so. But other than, uh, Yeah, I would like to know more about it. Other than that, I, who knows? Maybe they'll go up and say this is now available. Because that's happened before. What? Gwent on mobile. Sorry, going back to Gwent on mobile. Oh, oh, oh. I've yeah. lost what we were talking about. It, 
Yeah, that that would be a good idea. It, it could potentially be the first mobile game I spend money on. <laughs> yeah. You haven't spent any money on Hearthstone? No, never bought a pack. No. I've been playing that a lot recently. I, I saw you've been playing that. Yeah, and I, I re-downloaded it two or three weeks ago, and I forgot I had like 900 gold, so I've just been playing a ton mm. of Arena. Um, the Tavern Brawl thing they added, the weekly thing, is it's fun. I like what they do with that. Now, now that yeah, I'm I haven't gold, played since that got added. Now that I'm out of gold and just have to play like regular matches, I realize that I love the game. I can't stand building decks. I told you it's no, shit. it's not not just building, not how it's done. I don't like oh worrying and going, oh that's the best part about card games. And it's lost on me, which is super unfortunate. I have more fun. Oh, yeah, that's I have more fun with the arena where they're like here, pick from these. Here, where it just tells these. you what to yeah. do. And then, and then trying to figure it out as you go. Like, actually having to build a deck, it's just lost That's why me. I originally complained about the interface. I think the interface for building a deck sucks ass. And, like, that's what I would want to spend time doing. Yeah, and it, it's hypocritical because I really like doing that in Gwen. I, yeah, I was just going to ask you because you said you, you spent time doing it there. And I even that interface, I don't remember being nice. I, but... I think it, it's, it's because it's as simple as there's just so much more to Hearthstone, obviously. Like, yes. exponentially more. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, Gwent, there's still enough, too, but it, it it's not to the point where it's just too much for me. And this is all a personal thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would, uh... When I, would, when I was playing Pokemon in college, I would have, like, cards everywhere yeah. on the floor putting a deck together, and I love that. I love thinking about putting that stuff together. As much as I loved and collected Pokemon cards, I don't think I've ever actually played a game of Pokemon. It was fun... It, it was fun to play. Like, it was, it was, it could be, it's pretty simple, but it was fun to play. Couldn't even tell you how you started playing. No idea. All those, all those energy cards, yeah. that's how you did attacks. That's, that, those, that those was worthless basically cards that I just threw, threw off somewhere because they were. That's what everybody game. thought. Yeah, like, these are worthless. No, they're actually how you, that's how you battle. <laughs> that's what they're for. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever go to major tournaments? Go pro? Poke, were you Pokemon no. pro? When are no. we going pro and rock? No. I don't know. When's the last time you played Rocket the other day. League? I checked out. They updated it. Yeah, I play with Brozich every once in a while. Okay. Yeah. They they added um, exp- that experimental playlist. Mm-hmm. You played a couple. It's weird. It's whatever. I I only played one today because it just made the arena bigger and tiered like two levels. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, okay. So there are other yeah. ones. I I lost interest because I was like, I don't. This kind of kills the whole game, kind of like. You have to drive up this huh. ramp on the side that then is a higher level and it just makes the ball, you know, the ball can bounce different ways now because there's a different huh. surface instead of it just being the flat. Field. The only one I played, the map was a donut, like just a circle. Oh. And the goals were, I don't know how the hell to explain this. The goals were part of the circle that you could just drive through to the other goal. Like just mm, yeah, yeah you lost just me. think if you drove around in a circle, at one point you would enter their goal and come out of your goal. Oh, I think I okay, okay. I wasn't a big fan. It was, I, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I don't think I'll look into it anymore because I realized playing that I don't really want a super different Rocket League mode. Like just I kind of like just just the base Rocket League, which I didn't even check out the basketball stuff. I don't even. I I played a couple rounds. No. It was. Okay, hockey I did not like at all. You see, hockey was 
basically the same thing. That's why it was fine. It just it was a different uh the, the puck acted differently. Yeah. Um but yeah, basketball is okay. I still though it's just base rocket league just all mm-hmm. there is. And I forgot. And also it's 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 been yeah. crossplay now too. I was just going to bring yeah. that up. It doesn't mean shit. It just adds more people yeah. to play against. You can't I can't party with you on Xbox. Oh, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. That's that's what's lame. And I I shouldn't have expected that to be possible because it wasn't already on the PS4 cross PC version which already existed. But I mean, if you wanted to get technical, you could just chat through the Xbox app while playing. No, but you can't play with each other. Oh, is what I'm oh. saying. Like, like I couldn't invite I couldn't invite you to play with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, we could chat with each other, but we can't play. We can't like create a party yeah. in the game and play with each other. That's I was thinking. That's what I thought would potentially happen, and that yeah, I guess it doesn't make any Maybe sense. Eventually. I don't know why though. I don't know why, but yeah. Maybe eventually. Maybe I don't expect that. the The whole crossplay thing is just to increase the player base. <laughs> Really, I think, which a lot of people still play that. There was like ninety some thousand playing this morning. That's a that's a good number for something like that. I feel a lot like. play on Xbox, but PCs like way. Well, higher. no, that number should be, oh, be that number now. should be global right. now. Okay. Yeah, I'm still thinking prior to. No, yeah. Well, do we have anything? Yeah, has anything happened in the past week? Mm-mm. No. We talked about the Xbox stuff last week. Uh, Fallout mods are on Xbox now too. Cool. Yeah. I'll never check them out. No. No. Well. No, I didn't I didn't see anything else. Everybody's just waiting for E3 for the probably very disappointing E3 I feel like it's going to be. I thought you were excited for it for a minute. No, I mean, as, as more and more information leaked and whatever, like, the only thing I want to know definitively is PlayStation's Neo. That's it. I don't, I don't expect anything. The only thing I expect from Microsoft is acknowledging that the Scorpio is coming and maybe expanding on what they're planning for it. I don't think we're going to get, like, much else. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's all we would and, get. Anyway. And, they are, and Nintendo already said nothing for NX. Yeah, that's why. So. The, like, that killed most of E3 for me. I, like, that was all I really wanted to know about. I'm excited for finally. some game stuff. But even even then, a lot of, like, uh, Battle, Battlefield, for example, they're doing all their, like, uh, pre-release video footage and gameplay prior to E3. I think it's next week. They're they're just showing a bunch of gameplay. Yeah. E3 is kind of dying. I hardly ever look at any of that anyway. Yeah. I I just want announcements like what's com- what's new or whatever. Is it is there I'm not worried about footage. Is there anything that would blow you away? Mm. Other than a Metroid announcement. A Metroid, yeah, I mean that would be cool, but that's anything no. game um, just anything. I we, we were talking earlier what if CD Projekt was like, hey, Witcher 1 remaster. I mean, yeah, that would be awesome, because I've been thinking about that a lot where, like, that game when it came out, it came out, like, years and years ago now, and would have been fine at that time, but going back to it, it's so dated, but it still was really interesting and had an okay story, and, like, the side quests were cool, and the the world was cool, the map and whatever, but I would really like to see what a remaster would be, you know? Like, if it was Witcher 3 only, like, the engine of Witcher 3 just going back through that first game. That would be so Was cool. the first one open world? Yeah. So so they went from yeah. open world to linear world the, to open world. No, the it was different. So, like, 
it was how two was done, where it would, as you progress through the story, it would place you in this map that was open, and you were in that map for that arc of the story, and you could travel around, and there were different places to go, and it was decently sized. And then once you hit a point in the story, you couldn't go back. So, thinking... Which is what Witcher 2 was, and that's how, like, games like Fable were and stuff. So... It, that's how they work. So if Witcher 3, like, if you finished up Novigrad, just, I'm just saying this for shits and giggles, finish up Novigrad, they take you to White Orchard, White Orchard, you couldn't go back to Novigrad. That's really the only difference. Okay. Right. So, all right. Right. Yeah. So it would just be fun. I don't ever expect that to happen. Hey, I mean, you never know. No? No. CD <laughs> no. Projekt Red is going to have no. a fantastic E3 showing, showing both a Witcher 1 remaster and a Gwent mobile release. Yeah, that is, that's what I, that's the only thing I want to see. <laughs> nothing else. No, I have nothing, I have nothing, I don't, I can't think of anything that would blow me away. I don't think anything does anymore anyway. Yeah. Um, maybe an affordable price for the PlayStation Neo. What, what, what is affordable <laughs> to you though? I expect that, I kind of expect that to be more than 400 for some reason. I, I have a feel, I have a feeling they're going to try and, bump that what, up what would what would sell you on it day one price wise oh i'm expect i'm i'd like 400 but, so would you buy one for 400 i am waiting i am definitely waiting to see if it actually is any different if developers are taking advantage of it having a little bit more power that's what i that's what i want to know i want to know if i need to worry about it or if i should just get a ps4 now so so even if you didn't necessarily have to worry about it you wouldn't just wait to get the neo just because I mean, if it was more expensive just because and nobody was taking advantage of it, no, I wouldn't get one. That'd be stupid. That's what I'm worried about, and that's what everybody's been talking about, is like, is it actually going to be that much different? If it is, is anybody going to take advantage of that because games have to support the previous PlayStation 4? It could it could be useless now for a while. Now, like we said, Nintendo already said they're not saying anything about the NX at all. Do you think they'll come out and be like, hey, here's our new handheld? They might. Even though, but I don't think so, because, like, they they said initially it was just going to be Zelda, and then they recently were like, all right, we're going to show a couple more things, but it's just games. Like, I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything like that either. It would, it would, it like, would be who, be who of them, be who of them to do something like that, I feel. <laughs> be who, be who, be who of them. I don't know that anybody is waiting for another Nintendo handheld either. I feel like they just need to do something unexpected. But they, w- I mean, they will because that's what they have done. It just hasn't actually worked, really. Like, I would say the Wii was unexpected. The Wii U was definitely not unexpected, but weird, too. The the best word, three DS. We can come up with to describe the Wii U is weird. Hmm. I love it. I'm still playing Mario Galaxy. Yeah, I forgot you're playing that. Hmm. Well, I don't have much else. I don't think there's anything. No, I don't. I think we're good. All right, take us away. Do the rigmarole. rigmarole. I, neither of us can talk all of a sudden. We we argued about too much dumb shit. Yeah, that you brought up. <laughs> oh, hey, God. Since you said that, I don't... What is rigmarole? Rigmarole. Rigmarole. I don't know, actually, where that comes because I'm, from. Because I'm familiar with the term, and I know what it means. But uh, but where but, like, did it what, come from? What and what, Yeah, it? I don't know. Rigmarole? I, I can't even pronounce it. No idea. If you know, get at us on Twitter <laughs> at 2v1podcast and let us and DM us the explanation of rigmarole. 
Uh, you can find us every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, all podcast services. We'd appreciate a rating. You don't necessarily need to write a review because who actually reads them? Yeah. Cool. I think that's it. And then next week will be the start of E3, essentially. Yeah, E3. We'll do a special E3 episode. Maybe we'll have a regular one. Maybe not. I don't know. Time will tell, a.k.a. one week. <laughs> Eternity. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, all. Yep. Thanks.